Good morning, you guys, and happy Monday. It is Amanda and Barron with the ABCs of KSLM Radio. Because Amer- Amanda and Barron. <laughs> I'm just going to make up words here. Amanda and Barron are having conversations yes. on a Monday morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, there was some news. Actually, I guess it was last week this news happened, but this was kind of a big deal. There was a fire at the Salem Nissan dealership. And it's under investigation currently. Okay. Anyone that goes on market east east of Hawthorne, a few blocks, look on the left-hand side, and you will see the remains of this building. Remains? Remains. Okay. I have driven past it. And you and I had a guest on our radio show, Bob Bush, who was a fireman. Yeah. And hopefully we educate listeners a little bit, but this was a two-alarm fire. Do you remember what that means from talking to Bob? Two alarm means two stations came in? Well, more than two, actually. Typically, so if it's a, if it's a normal fire, it's, it's one, maybe two stations, but it's four engines that respond oh, to engines. a fire. Okay. So four engines will respond to a fire. As they pull up, they go, this is bigger than we can handle. They call back to the 911 center. They send another four engines. They call okay. it a block. So a block, two full blocks, eight engines responded to this fire. That's crazy. It's and this actually says in the <laughs> it actually says eleven engines and two ladder trucks, so it wasn't quite three full blocks. No, look, nineteen fire units responded to the fire at the Nissan dealership, including eleven engines and two ladder trucks. It was a nineteen big, units. And when they say units, it's like you've got a truck that has a battalion commander. You right. have an engine that has hoses. You know, nineteen different vehicles. Units, yeah. But can you imagine? Driving up market and seeing 19 vehicles of some nature around this thing. No, I would be like, what happened? Yeah, and when you drive past it now, you're going to go, what happened? <laughs> because this dealership is burnt bad. And what's crazy is it looks like the firefighters responded around 4.44 p.m. to the call that smoke was coming out from the back of the business. And then it, not until 7 p.m. was the fire under control. Which so means that, it took over two hours to control That the took a long time. That was... That was in, that was a serious fire, yeah, is was, what that tells me. Bad. So we'll dive a little bit more into this. I'm not sure if there's much more details besides the fact that they're just investigating. So back to you, Dan. Hey guys, it's Amanda and Baron on KSLM Radio. Before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to one of our sponsors, which is Advantage Heating and Air. I don't know if you guys had struggles with your heating systems during that ice storm, but I know a handful of you did. I actually had to go rescue somebody and bring them gas for their generator to get them going to get some heat into their house. Um, I was fortunate enough that mine was up and running, but if you weren't so lucky, definitely give Advantage Heating and Air a call so that next time you are prepared, and their number is 503 393 5315. And then another one of our sponsors is Oregon Medical Center. Dr. Pacine is absolutely amazing with the non-invasive surgeries. So if you've got neck pain, back pain, um, any type of shoulder pain, stuff like that, definitely reach out to her. Um, she's over there on 2515 Liberty Street Northeast, right next to the Applebee's. And she's very sweet and kind. If you have any questions, um, about what that might possibly look like, do not hesitate to reach out and ask. It's free to ask. Well, we have a little bit of news yeah, that okay. might take more than just one segment. Okay, well, while you do you want me to go with another shout-out? Go for another shout-out. Okay, Bo, your local Bo, I know who that guy is. 
Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Um, It is now thawed out, wet, soggy. Lots of damage from that ice storm we had again. So if you guys need some stuff fixed up, your fence repaired, gutters repaired, or maybe gutters cleaned, um, leaks looked at, anything, give him a call at 503-871-9216. He does have availability um, in his schedule coming up sooner than later. So definitely get on that schedule before it fills up. And I would venture to guess, now that we're past the worst of it, uh, I have seen lots of articles on the news from Portland of trees falling. Oh, yeah. Ice on, if Bo doesn't stay busy for the next three months, I will be totally amazed because there's quite a bit of damage from that storm. Oh, yeah. Big and time. If they can't, if they can't reach Bo with that phone number, they could email you, correctly? Yes. Uh, Amanda at KSLM.news. But I do know that man's a pretty... Uh, uh, <laughs> Bo's a pretty amazing... You and I are having trouble talking today. <laughs> we are. Bo is a pretty amazing handyman. He is. He is amazing. That was a hard sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a good guy. If he can't take care of it for you, he'll try to recommend you to somebody that can. Um, but he, he's a really good worker. Well, and I will attest to what you just said because I had a situation come up and I called Bo. Mm-hmm. And he was very honest and he said, what you're asking me to do is beyond my scope mm-hmm. and I recommend you call blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if you, whatever you think you have that's happening, call Bo. And if he can do it, he'll be great for you. Yeah. And if he can't, he will be honest and tell you he can't and then he'll refer you to somebody else. There's very few jobs that he can't do, but I will say that one of his main customers is the older women that like to do their honey-do list. And he'll go to them once a month and they've got this long list of little things to do and they'll think it's going to take days and he just Sounds knocks. like you should be worried about all the older ladies in this town. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll knock out their honey-do list within like an hour or two. And that's what's cool about Bo is that he doesn't require a minimum fee to come out. If he works just a few hours, then that's all he charges for. Yeah. So definitely reach out to him, you guys. 503-871-9216. Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron on KSLM Radio. We're going to dive into one that may take us two segments. Yeah. And now that it's Monday after the disaster of the last 10 days, mm-hmm. I find this article interesting on two levels. Yeah. So I'm going to start and I want your thoughts here, Amanda. Okay. <laughs> well, and I'm going to let you, you can dance around your thoughts. Okay. So the, the title says, residents say they face, quote, public health crisis, unquote, at Salem Micro Shelter, not readied for the icy weather. I'm sorry. It rained for days. I don't think any of us were ready for what happened. No. I mean, you know as well that I canceled the kicking cancer event, and I waited till the very last minute to do it. Yeah. I don't think any of us were ready for what happened. Mm -mm. But um, there, there, there's a shelter, a micro shelter in town. Seventy-four people living there. They, they said it was quote a nightmare on Tuesday, blaming mismanagement of a group here in town that I think works really hard to try to help the homeless. Me too. So what are your thoughts on what this is saying, Amanda? Um, So it's a little frustrating when they said it's a nightmare. First of all, you are 
homeless and were given a shelter to stay in um, that not only keeps you out of the elements during this cold weather and this ice storm, but gives you a bed with blankets to sleep on. It gives you electricity, gives you heater so you're not getting frostbite. I'm sure they probably help feed you in some way. Um, I know that when I walked outside and it was 26 degrees for three days in a row, my first thought was, I'm glad I wasn't homeless. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that they have a a place to go. And what's but, re- but now they're now they're complaining. I'm picking my words carefully here about conditions that maybe they could have assisted with. That it was a nightmare. You know how many people went without power for the whole time in their own home, and it was a nightmare. Yeah. You suck it up. I I saw a news <laughs> article. I know you're getting fired up here. If Terry's soul was here, I say you're. Getting, <gasps> um, I saw a news article where a family actually pitched a tent in their living room because the power went out. Oh yeah. And it was like 30-something degrees in their house. Mm-hmm. So I get it. That, but you guys have a micro-shelter that has been provided to you. Our crisis, our homeless crisis, is big. And now you're blaming one group. I don't even want to say the name of this group because they do lots of good stuff. Yes, we'll be right back after these messages. Good morning, you guys. It is Amanda and Barron, and we are touching on this um article about residents that say they face a public health crisis at the micro shelter. Can I just say without that micro shelter, you guys literally live on the sidewalks and poop and pee in your own stuff, sleeping areas and everything, but you want to call your micro shelter not having been shoveled for a walkway a a crisis? And and (laughs) to to back up in the article, for those that weren't listening to me rant about a half an hour ago. We're getting angry. We well, I, I just, I'm frustrated with a couple levels on this thing. Yeah. One, I know the group they're talking about, which is a great group here in town. They're doing the best they can. Yeah. They did not have, this group did not have to step up and help the homeless. Right. But they are. And they're doing the best they can with it. They're, yeah. You know, and it's really, it's a bigger issue that the city has to face. And I'm going to go on air right now saying, vote for Julie Hoy. We need a new mayor to deal with this <laughs> yes. situation. Yes, we do. But... There were 74 people living in what they called a nightmare Tuesday, a week ago, because of those icy conditions. Mm -hmm. And one of the residents said they, referring to this group, didn't even shovel snow for the wheelchairs and the walkers to get to the outhouses. Why don't you shovel your own path to the outhouse? Right. I get their frustration. I get that there's some people that have disabilities and whatnot, but I guarantee you not all 74 of those people have disabilities. So it's like come together as a community because you know what? That... that the, this nonprofit, I don't want to bash their name nope, or anything. I don't either. Um, because they're amazing. This nonprofit group, um, it, it nobody was leaving their homes. People were terrified. And you know how hard it is to get volunteers to come and do that stuff? So band together and be grateful for what you have. You have a free place to stay, a free shelter. Yeah. I mean, this particular person that they're talking about, he goes on to say, and again, this is the, the, the resident here says, I'm to the point where I'm just using the trash can in my room, referring to taking care of his business, and just take it out every time I go to the outhouse. It's so nasty. But unless your legs are broken, you're in a wheelchair, you're disabled, why don't you shuffle a path to the outhouse versus expecting this group to come take care of you? Yeah, which they already are which they taking provide care them. of you. Like, you're not living on the street at 26 degrees. Trust me, I didn't want to be on the street at 26 degrees. Right. So um, I'm a little frustrated, but I'm, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I get 
their frustration, but it's at the same time, it's like there were so many people without power and that went without um, certain groceries or um, one one of my friends had a tree fall on her house and she had to leave her house. She had reptiles there that were on heat lamps and stuff. And it's just, you have to... You have to make do with what you can. Not everything's always perfect, and it just frustrates me that these people that have been given so much as a hand up that they kind of just almost spit in their face because it just wasn't perfect enough. And it's like, shame on you. Yeah. Shame on you. For those that listen to our radio show, and here's a small plug for every every Saturday, Kicking Cancer Cares does a show, Amanda and I do a show. And we worked hard to create an organization where we would help you help yourself. Yes. Amen. And these guys have given you a shelter. Why don't you help yourself? Yeah. Help them help you. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Have a good Monday, guys. We're all fired up now. Happy Monday.